Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Agency Nation Radio. With me, as always, is Marty Agather. Marty, what's going on, man? Nothing. Uh, I'm happy we're back broadcasting. Yes, we've had a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, had to do with moving offices and uh, lots of really cool, interesting well, things going on here yeah, at Trusted and, Choice. And I think I think our audience needs to know uh, the biggest and the coolest thing that's going on, and that is that Ryan is a uh, proud <laughs> father for the second time. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that that played a small role, uh, both figuratively and uh, literally, in uh why we've been away for a few weeks but very glad to be back and rapping about two really really uh cool topics today so let's let's uh let's get right into it um there was an article came out uh february 2nd so about a week ago from when we were recording this titled why google's not so smart or fast and insurance agents aren't dead yet love the title uh, really, really interesting things being said here. Uh, Marty, why don't you take us into this article and we can start to break down um, what it says and its implications to our industry. Absolutely. So, um, you know, one of the things I think that, uh, let's let's just talk turkey. Um, Google is a very, very successful company. They've had failures and we can go into some of that, maybe not in uh, this, in this uh, session, but in another one. But Generally, they do a pretty good job. And uh, as as many of our listeners know, uh, Google Compare got its start in the UK, and they have been successfully operating over there for, I don't know, what, a half dozen years or something. Um, and so they figured that the U.S. market was going to be uh, theirs to roll up in a very, very quick manner. The good news is, from our perspective as independent agents and um, supporters of the channel, is that their uh, their their stats aren't nearly what they had hoped to be? So there's a couple of different uh, couple of different statistics that they've shared uh, that indicate that that it's not quite as easy as they had hoped, right? And and so what we know uh, is that frankly, insurance is a fairly complicated business. Um, there's a whole lot of reasons for that, but you know, one of them is we've got uh, 51 jurisdictions, so the rules change state by state as we as we move across the country. A second one is you got to have, particularly if you're going to be an insurance company, you've got to have deep, deep pockets because who knows when those losses are going to be coming in. Uh, so, um, so Google is their 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 uh, success hasn't been what they had hoped. Yeah, I think Google thought that moving into the U.S. market was going to be formulaic, right? And and from some of the early discussions that we had with them, and, and again, these are brilliant people. These are incredibly smart, incredibly talented, hardworking people over there. So it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like this, they don't know what they're doing. Um, but well, I can, hold on, hold, just hold there for one second, Ryan, because I want to bring something out that, uh, that perhaps isn't self-evident. And that is, um, we here at Trusted Choice um, have been in discussions with Google for some time, right? And you personally um, spent some time with them. So yeah. you are not speaking hearsay. You're talking about specific uh, interactions one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, and, and you know, for all intents and purposes, they have a very good product. Uh, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with their product. Uh, their model is, I think, uh, has merit. Uh, 
But what I what I what I like about this article is it is pragmatic in that I think Google the Google Compare folks thought because they were Google that people would just immediately say we trust this brand and we'll buy insurance from them. And you know, the difference is UK you the entire United Kingdom is about the size of New York state or a little bigger, right? So it's a very small subset of what our country actually is in terms of the and then you and then you take the the odd thing about the United States is how even though we're all the same country, we're incredibly regionalized. Uh, the 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 way that someone from the southeast versus the northeast versus the Midwest versus the Northwest versus uh, the Southwest view uh, insurance decisions, financial transactions, how they talk about things, how they spread this type of information is completely different. And then the U.S. and then the U.S. as a whole is different from the U.K. So there are a lot of pieces at play here from a psychological standpoint of the insurance buyer that I'm not sure the Google Compare folks were aware of. So what has happened is uh, this, you know, we're going to be in this many states here, then this many states, then this many states. That just has not been the case uh, whatsoever. Yeah. So, so the, 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 the article purports to uh, say that at this point in Google's growth plans, they anticipated being in, in roughly two dozen states. As of today, they're live in four. So obviously that's a little bit, uh, a little bit slower growth than they anticipated. Yeah, and you know the thing with Google Compare is that it is not a failure. Right. This is not a failure by any means. It's more of a recalibration of expectations, I would say, than it is a failure. So, you know, people came out and they said, oh, Google's going to come in and they're going to be able to use their ad space to dominate the market. And, and, you know, and you and I have discussed this topic quite a bit because I think uh, at least in the industry facing segment of our show, which uh, for those of you who are new, we usually do an industry facing section and then a marketing section, two topics a show. Uh, this brings up a lot of interesting points about our industry. So we have talked about Google quite a bit. Um, I, I think the broader the broader picture beyond just Google that we need to think about are people are looking at our market. And this is where we have to kind of look in the mirror a little bit as an industry. Outsiders to our industry are looking at it and salivating, and there is a reason for that. There are incredibly large gaps in what we do, and much of that is our own fault. Now, gr now I I'm going to hold your natural pushback to this for just one second. I just want to sh uh, share some things. So peer-to-peer company Lemonade, who is essentially just a mutual, a mutual company, uh, raised $13 million from venture capital uh, just this year. The Zebra which is, uh, was uh, started as a insurance comparison site, has now become an agency uh, of sorts, uh, raised 17 million. Uh, Coverhound, uh, uh, a digital e-agency in, in um, Silicon Valley, raised 33 million from Ace. And look at- Policy Genius. Policy Genius just raised money. So when you look at the broad, when you look at the insurance tech startup space, in 2015, there were $2.65 billion invested in insurance tech startups. Now, you got to remember that that takes in health and life as well. So Zenefits, um, let's see, there's some other big ones, Oscar Health, Simply Insured. So there are 
the people who are in the giving money to other people to build businesses business are looking at our space and saying the way it's currently being done has left gaps. And they are 100% accurate in, in that let assessment. Me, let, let, me, let me jump in there because I think when we, when we talk about uh, sin, right, there's, there's two types of sin. There's sins of omission and there's sins of commission. And I'm not convinced that our industry is so much into this, you know, the, the, the providing gaps by commission, things that we've actually done, right? I think it's more, we have been complacent, all right? We have the, and we've talked about this a lot, uh, the world is changing around us. And I think it's, it's easy for our industry to say, yeah, but it just doesn't work that way in insurance. And I got news for you. The customers don't care. Yeah. They don't care that, in, that, that we think insurance is different because from their perspective, it's all the same. I got to buy something. Yeah. And, you know, so right now, companies that we all these companies we just met uh, or just discussed are meeting the barrier of regulation that comes inside the insurance industry. Right. So regulations uh, in particular, the regional regulations. And I don't I think one of the things that has kept Google back is, or held back is I don't think they were fully aware of how regulated the insurance industry is, and in particular, how much different the regulations are from state to state, and then how compartmentalized the insurance carriers are and how little they share information. And, you know, basically it's, you know, 500 proprietary systems that you have to figure out a way to tap into to do what they're trying to do. So there are some natural barriers to letting these types of outsiders into our industry. Uh, and I think the warning that I would like to give, and I know Marty, you would agree with me here, is that this insulation that we feel today, this it's always been done this way and because of these obstacles it always will be, that insulation is eroding fast because there are incredibly smart people, incredibly smart people looking at the problems are looking at the gaps in our industry and they have lots of money and are laser focused on figuring out how to fill those gaps. Now, yeah. that does not, I don't want to be so pessimistic because I do think we have every opportunity, both at the local small business level, uh, local agency level, and with some uh, you know national programs such as trustedchoice.com. I mean, straight plug for our company. We're working our ass off to solve some of these issues and be a gateway for people um, I think there is a lot of promise and we can help fill those gaps as well, but we have to open our eyes to it. Yeah. So th th I think there's also one other thing that I want to make sure that we don't overlook uh, that I think that, that, that the specific Google experience points to, and that is consumer behavior. Okay. One of the other stats that's thrown out is that the traffic to Google, uh, to Google compare has been about 10% of their projections, right? And even more importantly, the actual willingness of the consumer to bind online is lower than they had anticipated. Mm -hmm. And I think that that um, speaks quite directly to the value that the consumer places in having a trusted professional helping them with quite frankly, one of the most complicated financial decisions that they make. So, um, but, but again, uh, you know, I, I, you, you talked about this, um, 
this barrier, I flashed on, you know, sort of uh, the U.S. as the country being um, isolated and across two major oceans, you know, for the early part of our uh, formative history as a country. We've been insulated by those oceans. Well, guess what? Today, in the age of uh, air travel and space travel, those oceans mean nothing, right? So we've had to sort of change our perspective, and I think our industry needs to think about changing its perspective uh, as well. Yeah. So this is the last piece that I want to, or the last point I want to make on this. I, I really think that there, you hit on one of the two primary reasons that Google has not been as successful as they could outside of the technology and regulation barriers, right? So the technology barriers in terms of, you know, most, there, there are a lot of insurance carriers, very big insurance carriers that are very successful, whose technology is crap. It's just terrible. And, you know, agents have to deal with it every day. Um, I think many of them are addressing it, but uh, it's, it's very tough. They don't, they're not up to date with current technology standards um, because it hasn't needed to be a priority for a long time. Uh, the other piece is the regulation. Outside of that, there are two additional factors. Marty, you just hit on one of them, which is I don't think Google realized how important to a U.S. insurance buyer talking to a human being is. Geico still has a call center. Geico is starting to reach out into local communities and create local offices. So it is important to the U.S. buyer today to have a human being involved in the transaction. That has been proven out in Google's, uh, in Google's research or in Google's results, sorry, and, um, and it's why they actually push people to make a phone call and the bind online is like a secondary call to action. The other piece is, and this is going to take us into our second topic today, Google does no content marketing. They don't do any content marketing uh, for this. They've run a couple YouTube things. They've done a couple YouTube things. Um, they've done a, a couple little interior advertisements off of other products and stuff. But they are not embracing the principles of... Uh, of answering client questions. They're not becoming, they, they haven't invested the resources in becoming a trusted uh, source of information around, around making these purchases. So the things that you and I preach every day in front of audiences and on Agency Nation about, answer, you know, they ask, you answer, um, uh, comparison, all these different content marketing principles that we talk about, about, about you know, answering questions on video, putting them out there, and, and really becoming a resource for your clients, they're not doing that stuff. So there's none of that front-end uh, front buildup of trust with Google. They're just hoping that you trust the Google name, but they're not putting in the work to become a trusted, a trusted source for insurance information. And I think that's a huge drawback for them and in, uh, with the, where the opportunity lies for us, the independent agent, because we can present, you know, answering the types of questions that our local consumer in our target market, we can answer those questions, be that resource and drive people to us. So um, I think, I just think content marketing is so vitally important and it's so much bigger than just blogging. Um, and I, I hope that if all of you are following along on Agency Nation, you've gotten a feel for how big this is. But it is, it is the most important marketing activity that you have from a tactical standpoint uh, at your disposal today. Um, and that kind of gets us into our next topic, making a smooth yeah, transition. So, yeah. So, so, um, some of you may have seen that, uh, we brought out our first piece of, um, here at, here at, at trustedchoice.com, we brought out our first piece of, uh, marketing focused directly at the consumer. 
All right. And uh, without without getting into too much of the detail, our first marketing piece was uh, aimed aimed directly at independent agents, and we we introduced a character named Joe, uh, who was the agent, um, and he meets some customers via TrustedChoice.com. The second video was uh, introduced was was focused at carriers and introduced um, a carrier a carrier uh, executive. And the appetite engine, which is some uh, technology we have that 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 directs the consumer to the best possible insurance agent that's capable to help them. In this third video, now we bring those things together and we begin to talk directly to the consumer. Yeah, and I think it's it's been a natural evolution. It's been I, we purposefully rolled the Joe's insurance character out to the industry first because. And don't take this the wrong way, but we were much more comfortable uh, making a complete flop with you guys than with consumers, right? And I think that that's good stewardship of the industry is uh, is to is to make a mistake uh, focused at the industry first before um, before going after consumers. But yeah, I, I just want I want to emphasize something there too, though, and and because this rolls through all three of the videos, but it's key to the first video, and that is. We've been we've been um, marketing for quite some time now, but our message has always been muddled and very very complicated. And the exercise in talking about Joe's insurance made us simplify the message and make it extraordinarily clear, which I think is the reason it resonated so well with the agency community. Yeah. So, you know, uh, to get back to what I was saying there, the, uh, the, the reason we rolled it out to the insurance industry first is, is kind of one of our, one of our principles inside of both, you know, I, I, agency nation and trustedchoice.com are run out of the same marketing department. Um, the, we always say test, 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 right? Like figure out what works uh, and, and place nickel bets. Because you never know what's going to be the thing that works. And, and I, I think this is a very important point to make about these videos is that the video could have been a complete miss. And here's the deal. We didn't spend that much money on it. We didn't spend that much time. We, you know, we didn't spend millions of dollars finding a branding company to come and tell us what people wanted. Because no one knows until you put it out into the market. You know, focus groups are crap. Until you put the thing out in the market and get people to open up their wallet you don't know what works. That's the only true way to know what works is does it ring the cash register because people pay for things they want. They'll tell you something is great, but until they open up that wallet, you don't know whether that thing is a success or not. So we place nickel bets in the videos being relatively inexpensive and taking only a few weeks to create. Um, we, we did that. And the first one, referrals, uh, not leads, was a home run. Uh, it brought a lot of new people in to test out our system uh, and become advanced subscribers. It's had over 5,000 views across YouTube and, and, our, and our, our own uh, Wistia video. And it's just been an inc incredible success. The industry video, uh, then, so once we knew that the Joe's insurance character, the messaging, the format resonated, now we have a good point to build off of with future marketing materials. So then we come up with, the, the, the carrier facing one. So we, 
we created a video that talked to agents to let them better understand what the process was. Now we're going to talk to carriers. So we, we introduced the appetite engine and we test that out and we got good feedback, right? That video, um, that video was also a, a good success. It, it helped us learn a couple lessons. There were a few things in there we could have done better, but that's okay. That's why we do this. But what both those videos did was give us the solid foundation to go after consumers and now create a video which was concise, yet entertaining and informative. And in a short period of time, I think it's what, one minute, three seconds, tell consumers exactly what a trusted choice agent is. Who is an independent insurance agent and what did they do? And the value proposition is, does your agent work for you? And it, it, it's, been, it's been great. The video has gotten uh, a lot of interest, a lot of attention. It's driven some new leads in, and we haven't even really started to, to utilize it in the market yet. We've been doing some testing as well there. So uh, I want to get into a little more of how we created it, Marty, but I just I had to make that point because this is something that, this is a huge issue in our industry from a marketing perspective. So when I'm wearing my marketer's hat and I look out over what we do, I feel like we, t we try to be perfect or have the right answer the first time and I think what we need to start assuming is you, you never know what's going to work. It doesn't matter how much money you lay on some marketing guru. Even if you, you want to pay me a million bucks to give you a solution, I'll do that. I have no idea whether it's going to work or not. That's the God's honest truth. You can go find the best of the best of the best. They have no idea what's going to work until you put it out in the market and see if it works. So you place these nickel bets and then you build and iterate and build and iterate and build and iterate. And that's how you get to where you need to be. So... At the highest level, right, our intent on all three of the videos is to use classic storytelling techniques to, to create a sense of interest and to, to convince the viewer to continue watching. So we've got some posts on Agency Nation about using story technique in, in your marketing efforts. So uh, that would be some homework that you could get around to, right? But one of the key components and, and one of the major mistakes that too frequently take place in the marketing that we do as in, in the insurance industry is everybody wants to talk about themselves. And it's all about me and my agency and our company and we are the greatest and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? That doesn't mean anything to a consumer that's coming to look for you. So, so what we did is, is we realized uh, using that technique that the focus of our video had to be the consumer. And so we introduced our consumer and we walked you through her life. And as her life changed, we wanted to present an alternate reality. So take us through it, Ryan. Yeah. And you, you, uh, you really made a good point there, Marty. It's, when I say no one cares, I mean no one cares about your perspective, right? So when you're thinking about your marketing, the most classic mistake is, here's what this message means to me. Nobody cares. The message is very important. It's what does the message mean to, to the consumer, to them, to the other person? It is very narcissistic and self-oriented to create marketing based on your perspective on things. Uh, and it is ultimately the path to failure. So when we when we looked at this, um, and, and actually there was an additional member on our team here, Nissa Leader from the marketing team, our, our industry marketing manager helped us as well. And when the three of us sat down, we thought, what does 
a consumer who comes to our site, what is what are just one of the things? And we actually made a list of about two dozen stories that we want to tell over time in these videos. So this is just one of many stories that we're going to ultimately tell. But we said, okay, in this story, what is uh, working with an agent? You know, what is one of the things? What is one of the most important things that is to the consumer? Like, what do they want? And and I think everyone would agree that one of the main points. There are many, but one of the main points would be peace of mind, right? They want to know that once they sign that paper and send in that check, that that they're covered, that things are okay, right? That someone's kind of got their back. That's that's one of the things that consumers are very interested in when making an insurance purchase. So we focused the video on why IA agents, why independent agents uh, work with you and for you, um, you know, in a, in, a, in a figurative sense. Obviously, the contractual arrangements aren't quite so simple, but... Um, it, you know, it started by taking this consumer, in this case a woman, taking this insurance buyer through the journey of her life that, that showed her why it was so important to inject an agent and what it meant to her. What could she have? How could her life be improved? What is it that she gets out of working with an IA agent? And, um, you know, for the purposes of this first video, and obviously we want you to go check it out, um, if you if you go to Agency Nation, uh, you'll you'll be able to find the video. Um, we'll also have a link in the show notes. Uh, you can. Uh, it shows her that by working with an IA agent, she's chosen a partner that allows her to live her life how she wants without the worry of whether or not her insurance is going to cover her. And uh, that value proposition we found to be very powerful and resonated with some of the people that we sent it to. And uh, was ultimately what we decided to um, base the first video on. Yeah. So uh, as Ryan said, we walk her through her life and we show how her um, her life is getting more complicated. And then we compare and contrast that with where she's currently uh, got her insurance. And it's uh, without you know casting too many aspersions, it's one of the folks you'd see on TV on a regular basis that, you know, might not be able to cover all of the exposures of uh, a growing family. And so then we compare and contrast that with the local independent agent and we show how that independent agent has the opportunity, has the ability to compare multiple policies from multiple carriers in order to make sure that all of the exposures of the insured are covered, allowing the allowing the uh, the consumer to sail off into the sunset after her needs have been met. So you, you got to go watch the video to get a good feel for what we're talking about. I think the main point that we want to make today in discussing this video, and you'll see many of these be rolled out over time, they're going to be, uh, this video will be used um, at least in its initial iteration as the default video inside of Advantage Agency Profiles. So in the trustedchoice.com Advantage Profile, uh, you have a place that you can put a video. And uh, the default video will be this video, telling the story of the independent agent. And then uh, Advantage uh, subscribers at trustedchoice.com can log on and upload their own video if they so choose. And I, I highly recommend if you've put together a really nice video for your agency and, and for your, the type of customer that you want to attract, that you go in and replace this video with your own. But uh, for purposes of making sure everyone has a video who is a subscriber, uh, we're gonna use this as a default video. 
We're also going to uh, use it in some other places. We may uh, test out some uh, some YouTube pre-roll ads and uh, and doing some other marketing around it, uh, some Facebook advertising and and doing some content marketing using this video as well. So there's lots of great uses for it. Um, but you know what we, the point we really wanted to make was that when you're thinking about your marketing, right? Think about it in terms of benefits to the insurance buyer, not features, right? So service is a feature. What does service mean, right? Does service mean availability? Because availability is, is a benefit, right? You are available on a wide range, right? So if you only work from 10 to three, because three is when you hit the golf course, you are not as available. So talk in terms of benefits. What is the benefit to working to, with your agency, not features, and, you, and talk in terms of those benefits from the insurance buyer's perspective, not your own. Because um, no one is going to relate to what, how you view the business. No one cares how you view the business. It's your business. They assume that you like the business and think that the business is well run. Uh, effective marketing is built off of benefits uh, from an insurance buyer's perspective. And I think we've done a very good job of that uh, with this first video. But like I said at the very beginning, right, the proof is will be in the pudding. Does it generate more referrals, more interest, more buzz, more links uh, to TrustedChoice.com and TrustedChoice.com Advantage subscribers, who is ultimately uh, who we serve on a daily basis, is helping those agents who have decided to make an investment in us, helping those agents uh, create a positive ROI from that investment and ultimately grow their business uh, for, through many ways. Yeah, so I don't know that uh, we've got anything more to say specifically about this video I, as, a, as a way to sort of roll it all up. I, I absolutely emphasize um, your comments about uh, focusing on the buyer rather than yourself. Um, this, this marketing is not hard to do. Um, it, as Ryan said, it, it is not expensive either. Um, there are lots of free tools out there. Uh, that you can that you can make use of when when we talk about video, too many people think um, you know headshots and um, you know talking uh, you know your interview style stuff doesn't have to be that. It can be as simple as a voice over a slideshow with some music. So um, this is an area that if if you're interested in in sort of um, maybe the next step in in developing your marketing capabilities. I would urge you to go out and, and start uh, doing some investigation of the various video technologies that are out there and start thinking about how you could use them to better market your organization. Yeah, there are lots of ways to get comfortable with video. I think social media has made uh, some really interesting advancements in the last year in terms of video production inside of social networks that allow you to practice I'm actually working on a blog post right now that will be like, uh, I don't have a real good title for it yet, um, but the working concept is how uh, how you how to get better at doing video without actually producing video. And um, I think uh, look for that in the next week or so. I'll have that out. And I uh, hope you guys are um, uh, subscribed on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you listen. We'd love for you to go back, leave a rating and review of this show. You can always email Marty or myself. Uh, I'm Ryan.Hanley at TrustedChoice.com. He's Marty.Agather at TrustedChoice.com. And if you have any questions, comments, 
uh, hit us up on social. You can always check out the Agency Nation Facebook page. Very active. Uh, you can uh, direct message us there or um, connect with us on Twitter as well. Uh, I do a lot of that, so you'll most likely uh, catch me. But I can always uh, get with Marty as well. Guys, it is our pleasure. For Marty, we're going to get out. <laughs> <laughs>